And we're back. Episode 28, September 26, 2022. We are back for another MMA Log Talk. First one of the week is the last week of September as well. Then it will become birthday month for your boy. That's him. I'm celebrating it all month, but I'll be celebrating it the week of, though. <laughs> Luckily enough for me this year, my birthday aligns and falls right on the biggest or one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year for the UFC. So I'll be trading all fight week like it's my birthday. So look forward to that. That's in about, uh, what is that, three weeks time? If anybody's keeping keeping count there. Finally, we got the UFC back, even if it's just for one week. Still some fights. We had Bellator last week, and my guy Benson Henderson still going out there doing the damn thing, even if even if it's against uh, abysmal competition like Peter Willie. Kind of wish I made that my lock of the night play. Didn't have any official plays on the card. Had a multi-event parlay I put together that originally got fucked over by Dante Shiro, uh, and then uh, eventually Mads Burnell also messed it up. So no matter how I shaped that parlay with or without Dante Shiro, probably still would have gotten busted by Mads Burnell as I felt really damn good about Mad, uh, Mads Burnell there. So, um, yeah, not sure what went wrong. I didn't watch the fight myself. I just saw that he lost is what it is. Uh before I do get into, you know, how my weekend and all that went, I've never really put much stock into the whole people want to see you lose type of thing, right? Especially from people that you thought were close to you. But it wasn't anymore. Uh, it wasn't any more relevant than it was last week. Just want to just want to throw that out there. <laughs> the the meanders, the ones that have been trying to beg to get on the shows, the ones that have been on the shows, it's it's more evident now than ever. So this is part of this way. The circle gets smaller, folks. The circle gets smaller. Appreciate every single one of you that stuck with your boy. All right, let's not get back into the the drama. <laughs> Let's not get into that shit. Let's keep it as positive as possible. Um, so the the weekend event that I went to on Thursday, I'm sure you guys saw the the stream that I did. I was I was lit already. You know, what I mean, I went to go get my beard done, and I was lit there. And then I came to do the stream. I was getting lit with you guys, and then it only continued on for the rest of the night. Um, Amazing concert, the greatest concert I've ever been to. You know, what I mean, I always thought like you needed to be in like an intimate environment and not have a crazy amount of people to be at a great um, concert. But that concert I went to was phenomenal. I spent a fuck ton on merch because I was very psyched, and not to mention I had to wait over an hour and a half to even get to the uh, the front of the merch line. Uh, so me and the wife bought, bought a bunch of shit just because we were 
there for as long as we were. And then the show was just phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, seats were amazing. Show was phenomenal. The guy played all the fucking hits, played all the songs that he wanted to. The, the one song that I probably lost my voice on that night was uh, Is There Someone Else? Uh, that's probably my favorite weekend song of all time. Um, so fucking good. Uh, he played everything from his new shit to his old shit. He covered everything. Um, you know, the, the light show was amazing. The pyro was crazy. The atmosphere, the setup, one of the best I've ever been to. The show wrapped up around 11 o'clock, and then uh, me and the wife went out and met up with one of my old friends uh, at a local bar. We had some more drinks, had some food, and then a lot of places were starting to close down because it was Thursday night, right? So not many places were open super late. We found another spot that was open until 4 a.m. That was... Uh, um, still serving drinks so we still did we went on and did that and then we just ubered our ass home at like we got home at like 3 a.m honestly and we pretty much went to sleep almost immediately we were so tired from drinking and prepping and hyping ourselves up from the day um that we pretty much passed out as soon as we got home phenomenal show um again i could not be happy he did another show the next day and i was highly considering going but i'm like you know what there's no point i don't think any any experience is going to top that experience so there's no point in going again um so yeah i enjoyed myself and i really appreciate everybody that uh was on along the ride with me i'm sure you guys saw me on instagram posting some stories i try not to post too much because i want to like live in the moment and kind of enjoy it but like god damn everybody had their phones out it was just insane like nobody's actually watching the show so i was watching the majority of the show without my phone um and yeah, the, it was awesome. I'll say this though, security kind of sucked. <laughs> security was horrible. Like I was on the floor and uh, they had it like categorized in certain sections. Had to get that goddamn yawn out. Uh, they had it categorized in, in sections and all that, but like in between every section, there was like walkways and stuff. And like, and uh, the, the way the weekend had it set up, he had his stage at the front and then he had this long fucking long runway super long runway all through the floor all the way to like almost the other side of the stands and anytime he was walking up and down it like just kids you know what i mean like teenagers and stuff running around i'm sure they snuck onto the floor as well but they're just running from every little section they could to try to get as close to the stage as possible and that was just kind of fucking it up and then everybody just ended up standing on their chairs uh because that was the best way that you could get your view over all the people that were running in and the security would come and disperse them with it but within like five minutes they'd all be back there so that was a little bit annoying but outside of that you know once we started standing on our chairs and getting a much better view of him uh it, it was better and then obviously the music everything just fucking phenomenal so yeah gonna be hard to top that show you know moving forward as it was probably one of my favorite albums not to mention uh the, everything was just so perfect about it so shout out to the weekend if he still is doing a show and he's coming to a city near you uh and you like his music even a little bit i would highly recommend going out and checking it out and and enjoying yourself there uh then where I do Saturday. Saturday, I did jack shit, um, cleaned up the house, had some fun. Sunday, yesterday, pretty much did work the entire day. Uh, for the Patreon folks, you guys saw that I dropped the uh, Contender Series breakdowns yesterday. For anybody listening now, I did my full Contender Series breakdown uh, on a stream earlier today. So check out my channel for that. And uh, yeah, 
right back into the swing of things for a UFC fight week. Uh, and then next week, and no UFC event again. So uh, keep that in mind for you guys. All right. Let us see what the live chat be saying, because that's what the show is all about. Appreciate every single one of you. As always, Sansense Boulevard saying, let's go. Hope everyone is having a good Monday. It's been going well so far. I cannot complain. Hope the same for you, my friend. Robot Chicken Wings saying, which shows are you going to watch when House of the Dragons is done? Um, I don't know. <laughs> right now, I'm in the middle of uh, Dahmer, uh, that uh, the serial killer show. I thought it was a movie, but it turns out to be a show. I'm like six episodes deep in that. I, I love serial killer stuff, and I thought they're, I think they're doing a pretty damn good, um, you know, um, telling of his show. Or of his uh, series, I should say. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, there's so many shows I need to I need to watch. I know Robot, you're on my ass about a bunch of them, but I will slowly get into them. I have pretty much every streaming service, so we'll see. <laughs> Dorio Stud saying, "How was the concert?" I just explained it to you. Appreciate the love as always. Noel Murphy in the chat saying, "What's up, Locke?" The next month, I'm most invested in Randy Brown and Aljo. Parlayed them both at one big single on Aljo. How do you feel about both matchups? Uh, I agree with you on Randy Brown. I, I do think he is a damn good spot this weekend. I think he touches up Trinaldo and fucks him up. Uh, in terms of Aljamain Sterling, I might be taking an underdog shot on TJ Dillashaw. You know, I mean, I feel like he has the movement and the wrestling to try to uh, make it a little bit difficult for Aljo to get his style off. Um, I, I wouldn't feel, you know, personally, I just don't feel as confident as you seem to be on him here. But I think that uh, TJ can still go out there and do the damn thing. Um, yeah, uh, again, I got to study on it still, still a couple months away or still a couple weeks away, I should say. But uh, I like Randy Brown, skeptical about Aljo myself. Tristan in the chat, appreciate the love. Frank saying, sure, got me too. Weird finish. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, again, I don't know why I'm yawning. Got a full, full night's rest. If anything, I got more than a full night's rest. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, weird. Uh, like They call it like a modified arm triangle choke. Very, very weird. Never seen anything like that before. Credit to his opponent for pulling off something crazy like that. But uh, yeah, bummer about Shiro. Tristan saying Burnell got robbed a bit, in my opinion. Interesting. Let's see. Uh, let's check out MMA decisions because I, I didn't see anything about it possibly being a robbery. Let's see here. Five media scorecards. Three gave it to Brunel. Fan scoring based on 15 submitted scorecards. 86% uh, round one Brunel, 53% round two Carvalho, 86% uh, Round three, Carvalho. So seems like round two seems to be the toss-up here. All three judges did score for Carvalho, though. I don't know if I'm going to go back and watch it. Maybe if I ever tape study a future fight between or of those guys, I'll watch it. But I'm not going to waste my time with it. Marcus Williams saying, what was your favorite? Shout out to Marcus Williams as well. I love this hat, by the way. <laughs> uh, Marcus Williams saying, what was your favorite UFC bet you made this year that cashed easily? Jake Matthews, underdog against uh, Andre Fialio. I was, you know, lock of the night play as an underdog. Does not happen often at all. I think it's only ever happened two or three times in five years that I've done it. Um, but that was one I felt super, super confident about. 
Sansa saying Jeffrey Dahmer show is awesome. Evan Peters smashed it. Yeah, very good show. Very, very good show. Frank saying, Locke, you should check out We Own This City. Very disturbing show. Uh, what streaming service is it on? White House Troll saying, good day. Good day to you as well, sir. Daniel saying, Pedro won. There you go. Somebody on the Pedro side there. Um, I want to, I wanna, you know, talk about some more shit. I'm surprised that we're only 12 minutes into this and I've already caught up to the, to the live chat here. <laughs> Maybe everybody's still napping or some shit, but... Um, Sanson saying, but now look like shit, honestly. Ugh, come on, wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, Sanson saying, uh, Brunel looked like shit, honestly. He definitely could have won, but just didn't do enough. Well, I guess that's uh, a problem in regards to, um, you know, paying minus 500 for a guy that doesn't go out there and looks minus 500. So, very unfortunate showing from Brunel there. Noel saying favorite this year for me was Max Bet single on delayed at two to one versus Dacus. Biggest wager of my life to date. Yeah, that was a crazy finish there, right? I know a lot of people are on Dacus that night. Um, good for you, my friend. Good for you. Shout out to Delize somehow making it work. Even with this limited skill set, in my opinion. <laughs> Tristan saying, in my opinion, Brunel won round one and two clearly. It's okay, though. Just salty. It's all good. It's all good. We get caught in those, uh, we get caught in those, those, those close decisions every now and then, especially in MMA, right? Like it's, it's just a part of the game, right? Leeching Leong. That was a little sketchy. Uh, True Shot saying, I had a couple times on Aldana. That was one that got close as well, right? That was a that was a very close fight. Looked like Yasun was kind of getting to the point where she was gonna start to take over and and win that decision. If that's the fight that you're talking about, by the way. Let's see what the odds are for tonight or for tomorrow. See if uh, now that the now that they've opened up on the majority of betting websites, if they've moved much. Let's see, last 24 hours, Joe Elias taking action here. He's coming down to about plus 160. Makes sense. You know, I mean, I was kind of surprised that Destavez was in that minus 230, minus 240 range when I expect the fight to be a little bit closer. Venetia Sensi up to plus 190 now. It's a dog I'm going to be looking at personally. Also, I just found out, uh, shout out to my guy, uh, Sean... Uh, uh, Sean Bitter. Let me see if he replied to me yet, but uh, he did message me and said uh, that you can watch the Brave CF shows on the Brave CF TV app. So if you go to, like, if you go to one of the last IG pages um, or IG posts from Brave CF, you'll see that you can actually download their app now. Unfortunately, it's not available in Canada. So if anybody does have access to it, I think you can actually watch it um, tomorrow. Or sorry, I think you can watch it if you're in the States, sorry. Um, and if you can, I'd highly recommend checking those out. Uh, I asked Sean, I'm like, hey, how did that Magomedov and Patterson fight actually go? And I'm still waiting for him to hit me back. But uh, again, for anybody in the States, uh, maybe other countries as well, I'm not 100% sure, you might have access to the Brave CF app. Check it out. You can watch pretty much every fucking show on there. So that's great as well. 
Yanni saying Hamza versus Costa confirmed for UFC Brazil. Is that true? Because I have not seen that myself. Um, uh, I've heard rumors about that, but I haven't seen a legit source say anything about it. I would love that fight, by the way. I would love that fight. Also, I saw my guy James Krause um, hint that it's going to be Hamza and Costa in Brazil. You know, he wasn't trying to spill the beans too much, but it seems like that's the way he was going. Tristan saying you lean Magni early versus D-Rod. I do. You know, I always have love for Magni. And if you give me a good enough number on him, especially against D-Rod, I'd likely take a shot on him. Robot Chicken Wings saying, I think Hawes might get finished. He let Tiny S to run one, get some good punches off. Do Lee J sparks him hard. Yeah, I forgot that matchup was put together. Give me a good enough number on Delige, and I might bite myself. Uh, Tristan saying, will you be watching Contenders Live tonight? As my guy Daniel said, no one, be, no one will be watching tonight. That is true. I'll be watching it tomorrow. I believe I should be able to watch it live. Noel saying, I think TJ getting older, super inactive, off the juice, even if it was only for the 25-pound venture. Uh, didn't look great versus Sandman. Figured minus 160 was a good price. Appreciate import and views. No worries, brother. Again, uh, I think he'll always be a tough cookie to crack for a lot of guys. And uh, a lot of people expected Sandhagen to just go out there and destroy TJ, but they didn't. You know what I mean? He kept it relatively close. And are we worried about knockout power from Aljamain Sterling? We're more so worried about him getting his grappling going. And I think TJ is still good enough that he could potentially um, finagle his way out of those positions and then just chip away at him from the outside and win by points. Daniel saying secret juice, secret source. I love it. Uh, Robot saying Hamza will just wrestle Costa. He's kind of overrated. Uh, Hamza will be Costa. I'm truly... I feel like that's that that will happen. Frank saying we own the city on true uh, on HBO true story about dirty cops. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Also, if you guys have uh, HBO, I would highly recommend checking out Chernobyl. If you have not seen Chernobyl, it's like a five episode series. So fucking good, so good. I've watched it like three times. It's so good. Check it out if you have not already. Sansa saying, did you see Figue Moreno close to final for Brazil, though? What do you think they lined that at? I think it'll be uh, closer to a pick em. I think Moreno might end up being the slight favorite again. If he is like minus 120, minus 130, I'll probably take a shot on him this time. If you guys remember, I was on Figgy last time. Um, cash that. But I feel like at this point in time, it, it, it's Moreno's time. I think Moreno starts to take over now. Daniel saying, what would you line Hamzat Costa? I might have to take Costa if the line is good. I'm thinking like minus one, between minus 150 and minus 200 for Hamzat. Daniel saying that Figgy Moreno is a pick em. I'll probably bet uh, Moreno in that spot then. Frank saying, you think Bo Nickel runs through Beard? He does, but again, it's you're never going to really get me too excited to play a minus 1500 anywhere or a minus 500 inside the distance. He wins. He should win. Nani saying Islam or the Bronx. I'm leaning Islam right now, but still got to run the tape on that. I think the spot that I'll likely place my money is the under two and a half, though. Nani saying size difference between Aljo and TJ is scary. 
True. Danny Singh might be the difference maker in this fight. It could be. Alcho's always been that long, lanky guy at 135 pounds, though, right? TJ has made it work for himself at this at this size and, and weight. So I don't know. It could come into play, but I just don't know if it's the the one. Tristan saying, I hope they make Hamza versus Izzy if Hamza finishes Costa. I think that's possible. It's possible, especially with Izzy not really having many contenders. But let's not forget about Alex motherfucking Pereira, who's fighting in, uh, they're fighting each other in about two months' time. So Izzy's got to get past him first. And uh, if he can do so, then maybe Hamza could be next for him. DFS whispers in the chat. One of the real ones. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Appreciate the love as always. Just for those of you watching and appreciate every single one of you again. Likely my plays for tomorrow will be a Jack Jenkins and Matias Mendonca parlay. Uh, and then uh, a unit shot on Venetia Sensi around plus 190. Wow, I was saying first easy needs to win. You know what it is. Giuliano Zanetti saying Jan beats Dern this weekend. I might be right there with you, my friend. Going to be cracking on that today, and uh, I might actually end up making a bet on Jan Jonan if she's still at a high uh, number there. Izzy runs to Pereira, says DFS Whispers. I don't know about runs through, but I'm looking forward to it. Tristan saying, yeah, for sure. I hope Pereira KOs Izzy. If not Hamzat, Izzy will lose to one of them, I think. He could. Maybe Bo Nickel. <laughs> Maybe Bo Nickel. Who knows? Uh, Robot Chicken Wings. Appreciate the support as always, my friend. Daniel's saying, what if they make Hamzat cost of the main event for the December card and Darren Taylor gets his boyfriend on the fight card with him? I don't think they're going to do that. You know, I mean, I think they already have that well, they have the last event of the year's main event already set, which is uh, uh, a fucking cannoneer against Strickland. I think they'd rather do Kamzat and Costa in Brazil. Uh, Sanson Singh, speaking of love, drop some likes, y'all. Your boy deserves it for all the content. Thank you for the reminder, my friend. Please do hit that like if you haven't already. Andrew saying, look at that lighting. It looks nice, doesn't it? Very crisp. Papa Chuck saying, Dern subs Jan. Well, that is an obvious outcome. I just don't know if it's going to end up hitting. Andrew saying, Bo's in the house. Papa John reference. I don't get it myself. Uh, Robot saying, Do Dubronx is the better striker and wicked on the ground. It's it's tough dealing with that Dagestani pressure from on top. Uh, the Bronx is the better. Yeah, sorry, I did that. Daniel saying, Well, Izzy be the goat if he beats Alex Hamzat, then beats Yuri. If he can go through all those guys, he has a damn good chance of, of claiming that throne, at least the best middleweight, uh, in the world. You know, it's going to be tough to beat Anderson, and Izzy's going to have to go out there and continue to beat some, uh, you know, beat some solid names and continue this winning streak, or at least this middleweight winning streak. Then is when it will happen. Manny Ravuru saying Jones in December. I hope so. You know, time is getting short. I don't know if they'll end up doing it, but it'll be great to get Jones in December. Marcus Williams saying UFC has a main event for the December pay-per-view. I don't think so, at least not yet. 
Andrew's saying, uh, bro, I'm making Amazon wish list. I'll buy you a nice webcam. Hey, this is a damn good webcam. What are you talking about? <laughs> 720p. I just got to upgrade on StreamYard to get uh, 1080p. But uh, I spent a good chunk of change on this. It's a Logitech 4K Brio. Uh, it's like 300 bucks. Actually, 250 depending on where you get it from. But like, it's a solid webcam. Stop hating on my webcam, bro. Giuliano Zanetti saying Dern doesn't have the takedowns to get Yan to the ground. I agree with you there, my friend, but she just always finds a way. She has a 6% takedown defense accuracy, if I'm not mistaken, but she always finds a way to just drag her opponents to the ground somehow, some way. But again, I might be there with Yan with you. Daniel saying Islam will be my max play of the year. Getting a damn good line on him to do so. White House show saying I have Charlie Olives over Islam. Could happen. Uh, Andrew is saying everyone is better striker than Doggies, but that Loctite wrestling is OP. I don't know what OP means, but I think he means it's the shit. <laughs> Sansan saying, uh, how many guard pull attempts will we see from Dern? All of them. Whatever number, all of them. <laughs> Tristan saying, is O'Malley KO actually a viable outcome? Like, is it even one out of 10 or higher than that, in your opinion? Man, I don't know, man. I think like 5% chance. I'd be surprised if he gets the KO. West Coast saying, if you want to be known as the best in the division, beat the records. Bingo. It's going to be hard for him to beat the, uh, you know, winning streak, obviously, with that Jan Blahovich loss that he has on his record. But he's getting close to beating Anderson's record as well, if I'm not mistaken, right? Let me see. Um, uh, UFC record book. Let's see here. So Anderson had the longest winning streak at 16. I'm assuming he had the most wins, period. Or at least longest winning streak. Uh, where is... Let me pull it up here. Most consecutive wins. As the middleweight champion. So right now he holds a record for most wins. Obviously, uh, fucking Kamar Usman was close to tying it until he lost. Um... Here we go. Most most wins in UFC middleweight title fights, 11. Most middleweight title fights, 13. Longest title reign in the UFC, 2,400 days. Um, what does it say? Most consecutive title defenses in the middleweight history is 10. So there you go. Most successful title defenses in the middleweight division 10. So 10 is the number that Izzy needs to beat right now. Where is he at? He is right now. So he's had one, two, three, four, 
five, six, seven middleweight title wins. That's including his interim title fight against Calvin Gaslam and defended one, two, three, four, five. So he's still five more fights away from breaking that record. Robot Chicken Wings saying Tristan Hamzat uh, would lose to Izzy. Don't buy the hype, man. I'm not sure if he can even beat Jared or Bobby Knuckles. Ooh, damn, Robot. Uncle Weezy saying, what's good, Locke? Not loving this card from a gambling perspective so far. Only bet I have is the Olympic money line at one plus 158 for one unit. I don't hate it. I got, uh, again, I still got to dig into this card, but pre-tape, I have quite a lot of spots that I'm, I'm liking. I'll let you know where I line up on that Olympic fight, my friend. Robot Chicken Wings saying, Jones should just walk away. He won't be heavyweight champ. It's such a bummer. I hate talking about Jones. Daniel saying, 100% chance. <laughs> oh, Mali KOs, yeah. I love it. White House Trolls saying, Islam mentioned that he is planning to get Charles out by third round. That's a long time, especially, especially with Charles on the ground working submissions. True. But we'll finally get to see what that Dagestani wrestling looks like from on top. If Charles can't get anything going. Manny saying, did you watch the RRR movie? I did not. I do not. I don't watch much Bollywood stuff. It's hard to. <laughs> Robot Chicken Wings saying, Tristan, I've been following the sport for a long time. I'm not sold. There you go. Tammy Gucci in the house. And Louisiana in the house. Appreciate the love. Daniel saying, Hamza will make Izzy look like Jing Liang. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thomas Kane saying, dogs barking this Saturday. Daniel Santos, Ronson, $200 parlay. Do I do it? I've heard nothing but love for John, uh, John Castaneda. Again, I haven't studied the fight yet, but I lean Castaneda myself, but I just don't remember much about Santos. I love me some Ronson. I always love backing Ronson. Um, tough fight for him here, though. Um, who's he fighting? Uh, I, I just remember it being a tough fight. Uh, Joaquim Silva. I mean, Silva, possible uh, chin issues. Ronson could definitely take advantage of that if he's able to land on him. But will Silva look to take this fight to the ground? Because that's where John, uh, Ronson has shown issues in the past. I'll let you continue that Hamzat conversation all yourself. I feel like I've talked about it to death, which I don't really have much interest in continuing to talk about it, honestly. Um. Yeah, very much looking forward to the fights this week, and I believe there's a good chunk of fights too, if I'm not mistaken. One, two, three, four, five, six, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen fights scheduled. Or sorry, thirteen fights scheduled. Mike Davis, minus 175 against Vyacheslav Borshev. Very intriguing to me. Randy Bowen reaching the minus 300 range now. Makes good sense, too. What's Randy Brown inside the distance? Plus 150. Not bad. Chinato always had an ironclad chin, but Things could get shaky. Yan Nan via KO is still not available. Bummer. Castaneda down to about minus 195 now. 
Very interesting there, too. Guido Canetti, plus 240. Y'all know I got to take a little bit of a chomp on that. No way Randy Costa should be minus 285. Even if he goes out there and starts his Guido Canetti right off the jump, we've seen this guy have massive success early against opponents and then just fall off a cliff after that four to five minute mark. This guy cannot sustain it. Oh, Labyrinth saying Bellator card looking pretty decent as well. There's a Bellator card this weekend. Oh, shit. You're right. I totally missed that there's a Bellator card this weekend. I got to get on putting that up on the tape index. I apologize, guys. I totally missed that there was a Bellator this weekend. I got to get that on the index. My bad. Manny's saying Jotko BA fight goes to decision. That's possible. Aiden saying probably taking a shot on Yan. Line is wide. I agree with you. White House saying, you, I love that we're on opposite sides on the Charles Islam fight. But I agree, fight doesn't go to decision is the way to go, but probably at minus 600 or something. I'm hoping my under two and a half is at a good enough spot. Oh, Daniel's saying, are you going to pay 10K to be in Mike Davis's corner? Maybe put 20K on Davis to make up for it. Is he is he offering people to be in his corner for 10K? It's crazy. Uh, Aiden saying Guido by KO is live, man. Absolutely. Aiden is Aiden saying Randy is a fat gasser. That is true. Sahel saying, how do you have so much to bet on every card? It's a skill. It is a skill, my friend. Aiden saying, yeah, Belich was back in Cali. Yeah, totally missed that. Got to get on the, the tape index for that. King of NPCs saying Vittori failed multiple takedowns against Holland and couldn't control him in the first round. And he managed to get out of Sunny down multiple times and even take his back. This is nothing but a death sentence for Gino. Interesting. Uh, Usman saying, I hate when Bellator puts fights the same day as the UFC. I wish it was Friday or Sunday. I agree. Labyrinth saying Guido is live. Line is way off. Yes, sir. Tristan saying Bobby Green tested positive for testosterone was a huge letdown. It was. Definitely was. At least he owned up to it, though. How anyone even tries to argue is behind me. Yes. Don't argue against King of NPCs. Robot Chicken Wing saying, hate to say Guido is live. He may even have better cardio than Costa. Oh, no. He not. He doesn't. It's not may. He does. He does have better cardio than him. Uncle Weezy saying FanDuel made a huge mistake and opened the fight. Doesn't go to decision at minus 178 for Islam Oliveira. So I smashed it for five. You easiest max bet I ever made. Interesting. Gotta gotta hop on that if you can. Daniel uh, Costa won gas. He got the secret juice now from his brother. <laughs> Aiden saying, uh, yeah, I was funny because Bobby was throwing shade at Piotr Jan and the Tiger Muay Thai guys for roids alone. Behold, he pops. Yes. Very unfortunate. Robot saying, Tristan, if you're a big, if you're a fan of BG, then you should believe him. I do. He never pissed hot before. Mistakes happen. I do. Yeah. Bobby doesn't seem like that type of guy, to be honest, but what surprised you, apparently. Let's see if that uh, Oliveira fight doesn't go to decision is still hanging at that line 
Uh, it's all the way up to minus 350 now. Do they have a total available on it? Not yet. Whew. I got to be honest. I am starving right now. <laughs> I got a... I got 20, just over 20 more minutes to go with you guys. I got to I gotta get in the kitchen and whip something up. Let's see what is happening. Oh, shout out to anybody that remembers. Uh, one second. Uh, John Hathaway. Does anybody remember John Hathaway? This guy was a big prospect coming out of uh, England. And uh, right now has a 17-2 and two record. He entered the UFC with a 10-0 record. One, uh, one, two, three, four straight fights, including wins over Rick Story, uh, and Diego Sanchez, and this was 2010 Diego Sanchez, so you know a decent version of him, a guy that just just came off a title shot, actually. Then he ran into Mike Powell uh, at UFC 120. Um, funny, I, I really remember that card because it was when I was in college, and I watched it in my dorm. Um, but yeah, he lost to Mike Powell that night. Then he goes on another three-fight winning streak, including ones over Pascal Krauss and uh, John McGuire. And then he runs into Dong Hyun Kim, who finished him with a brutal spinning back elbow uh, in March of 2014. And he had never been seen since. He was scheduled to fight Gunnar Nelson in July of 2015. He pulled out with an injury. And now he is back. Apparently got cut from the UFC, which is very unfortunate. Um but now he's with that Octagon promotion in Czech Republic, if I'm not mistaken. So he's 35 years old now, though, right? Very, very unfortunate, especially for a guy that was, how old was he? Eight years ago. He was 28, 27. Pretty much all of his prime gone due to injuries. I, I got to read that that article that uh, Nolan King put out. But uh, he had a lot of injuries to deal with from what I heard, which is why he was out for close to eight years. But he'll be uh, he'll be returning at Octagon sometime soon. So it probably won't make it back to the UFC at 35 years old. But man, that was one of those big what ifs because he was supposed to be the next big thing out of England. All right. In saying. Uh, the COVID travel restrictions lifting today. Really hoping we get another UFC Toronto event next year. I agree with you, my friend. I think we'll get one. I think we'll get one next year. Sanson saying Toronto will be the first place to go in Canada. I hope so. I hope so. Mark Swim saying, what are your thoughts on Aaron Bronstar's tweet about Conor McGregor not being tested by USADA this year? Fishy, right? Very, very fishy. If you're in the USADA testing pool, you should be tested at all times. And based on 
all of the all of the things that Connor is doing, looking like he's getting juice to the gills. You got to believe that guy's on something. But um, yeah, he's in the USADA testing pool. Why has he not gotten tested? That's a big that's a big red flag to me, my friend. Aiden saying, yeah, I wouldn't see them going anywhere else. Toronto's their biggest market in Canada. They could go to Vancouver as well. Sentence saying, selfishly want Vancouver, but I'm sure it'll be Toronto. Probably will. Sanson saying, lean on Allen versus Jotko. I lean Jotko. Never really, really been sold on Allen personally. Uh, Aiden saying, too bad UFC used to release people after one loss. Now they'll keep an Allen Abadoski around for four fights. They did our guy, TJ Laramie, so wrong. They did him so wrong. They should have kept him around. But I have no doubt that TJ will eventually find himself in the UFC. Appreciate you as always, Robot. Boob saying just shows that USADA is corrupt, possibly. Daniel saying, who's the biggest hope for a Canadian UFC champion? Ugh. We don't have anybody in the UFC right now. Our biggest hope was Hakeem Duwadu, but he obviously got, you know, fucked up by uh, Julian Rosa. There's nobody right now that comes to mind, honestly. It sucks. We don't really have many high-level guys. Frank's saying uh, UFC should come to Ottawa, so Tio and Montreal come in the middle, but I'll probably have to go to Tio. You'll have to come to Toronto. Jim Radass saying six figures on Bo Nickel. Let's ride. Oh, God. Oh, God. For that type of return? Good luck to you, my friend. I hope he doesn't slip on a banana peel. By the way, I'll say this. Let me just take a swig of water before I do. When I went to um, when I went to Vegas last year, uh, I think I told the story already to a couple guys. But when I went to Vegas last year, uh, my guy Nick Kalikas uh, gave me a little bit of a tour of you know the, the behind the scenes happenings and stuff. And one of the things that he showed me was like the stupid bets that some people make. There was like there are constantly guys that go to Circa and place. bets on guys to not win golf tournaments. So they're paying like minus 1400, minus 1200, minus 800 in certain spots, but they're just like, I'm going to come in, put it on this guy, not to win, come back the next day and collect my winning. Sure. It could happen. But he said that there's been numerous times where those bets end up not cashing. And those guys are out a hundred K because they made a stupid bet. Like not some guy winning a golf tournament. It's hilarious. It is hilarious to see that type of thing happen. But we we don't hear a third of what happens or even a, a tenth. No, sorry. We don't hear about 90% of gambling shit that happens in the world because, you know, only 10% of the people on social media uh, that gamble make up the majority of that, right? Like a lot of the people that gamble don't put anything out on social media about what they do. Insane. Aaron Jeffrey could have made some noise in the UFC for sure. Got done dirty on contender series. Two super tough matchups. That is true, but I don't think he would he would have snuffed uh, a UFC championship. I think he has a better chance of winning the Bellator title. We can say that. But yeah. 
Daniel saying, I remember someone max betted Nunes on the broadcast. Yeah, that sucks. Boob saying, those guys are millionaire trust fund kids, though. They got money to burn. Exactly. Labyrinth saying, to no win. That's how you bet golf on the player not to win. Well, like, like to, to for tournaments, right? Like, you can bet on a player to win the tournament, but then there's also some markets that allow you to bet the player not to win. So you can do that as well. But like usually it's like, again, super chalky, minus 800, minus 1500, minus 2000, shit like that. If you know if you know golf and you 100% know this guy's likely not going to win and you have $100,000 to put out there, do you, bro? Do you? That is so iffy. Like just to give you guys some perspective. $100,000 on minus $1,500 cashes out just under $7,000. Just under $7,000. 7% return immediately. Daniel's saying uh, they're probably just laundering money. That, that could be it, too. That could be it, too. And he's saying, I never put a max down on anything above minus 500 unless I know someone's throwing the fight. Bingo. We had that situation pop up a couple months ago, if you guys remember. <laughs> and another moment in time where I should have realized two people looking out for me and people who just don't give a fuck. My eyes are way more open now than they've ever been to this goddamn industry. Sans is saying, what fight are you most looking forward to in this fourth quarter? Gotta be Islam and Charles, honestly. I think that's a great fight. And also, if Bryce Mitchell and Movzar Ivlov are fighting, that would be number two for me. But uh, Islam versus Oliveira, that is the stylistic matchup of the last several years, right? One of the greatest, best wrestlers that we have in MMA going up against one of the best jiu-jitsu players we've ever had who's at the peak of his game right now. So, yeah, and it's happening on my birthday. What better gift than that? The only other better gift would have been having Parker Porter on that fucking card, but unfortunately that fight's not happening anymore either. John Stout in the chat saying, golf is way less volatile than MMA, though. That is correct. That is correct, my friend. Touche. Boob saying, how do Vegas bets work on big cash bets like that? Do they not ask where the money come from in terms of taxes? Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. Um, I haven't, uh, I didn't ask him about that. It seemed like most places, like, they just accept the money. I mean, I heard Circa is, like, the best in terms of not limiting you and, and giving you the biggest uh, limits. Um, but, like, in terms of past that, like, credit checks and all that stuff, I'm not sure. Aiden's saying early lean for Bryce versus Movzar. I think Movzar will be, like, minus 140. Uh, I lean Movzar there. I, I really do. Hoping we get a good enough line on him. Daniel saying Pete Rodriguez should probably just bet against himself. <laughs> He'd probably get a damn good return on that, right? Are the odds out for that? Minus 600. Makes sense. Makes sense. Wow. Sam Hughes plus 170. Opened up plus 190 against Pieta Rodriguez. Look, I, looks like I found my dog that I played for October 15th already. Daniel saying the gift was Parker Porter pulling out. Hamdi would have smashed him. No, I think it would have been the other way around, my friend. Aiden saying, I don't know. I'm not sold on Hamdi as most are. Yes, me neither. 
Sansa's saying Bryce is fucked. I agree. The reason people are going to be on that Hamdi train now is because he went out there and beat the guy that everybody said that he was not going to beat. But Don Mays was not that guy. I got caught with my hand in the cookie jar as well, right? I got minus 130, though. There were people that are still betting him up all the way up until minus 200. Minus 130, I was happy to take the shot on Don Mays. Parker Porter, probably what people thought Don Mays was going to be in that specific matchup, but we probably won't be able to find out. Aiden saying, you know I'm on my grow, Sam Hughes is going to sprinkle that third round sprinkle too. Worth a shot. Always. Marcus Williams saying, if you were managing Derek Lewis, would you have advised him to fight Spivak? I think that is a terrible matchup for Lewis. What do you think the opening betting lines will be? I'm thinking we're probably going to get maybe minus 200-ish on Spivak. Um, man, like Lewis could still win that fight. Let's be honest. If I was managing him, you got to fight anybody that's on the up and up, right? You've pretty much fought everybody in the heavyweight division still outside of Spivak. So I don't mind the fight for Lewis because, like, it's going to happen. Like, sure, Spivak will get him down, but will he finish him right away? Lewis will likely be able to work back to his feet eventually, and he's going to give him some chances to win that fight. But Lewis showing fight after fight after fight that he's really not the guy that people expected him to be. He's just working off his power. That's all it is. I don't mind the fight for him, Marcus. I really don't. Uh, Daniel saying Bryce will use his farmer strength to beat Movzar. I don't know if his technique will be able to overcome what Movzar can do. Thomas saying what I miss about Bryce. Bryce is likely fighting Movzar Ivluev uh, in November. Boob saying isn't Lewis undefeated against the Eastern Europeans? Uh, he just lost to Sergey Spivak. Or sorry, uh, what's his fucking name? Sergey Pavlovich. Isn't that guy Eastern European? Labyrinth saying, what did you make of the movie Uncut Gems? That shit had me... That shit had me fucking stressed. That was that, that movie was super stressed. Very well shot. I love the movie. Great movie. Shout out to Kevin Garnett as well. But uh, that movie had me stressed the fuck out. That was a crazy movie. Daniel saying, what if Bryce Moser fight eventually turns into a political turmoil and leads to war? It's on the table, my friend. In this day and age, it's on the table. John Stout saying the game plan doesn't need to change for Lewis. Lando Sanz, exactly. No matter who he's fighting, it does not change. Sanson saying, uh, boob, he lost 2-1 in his last fight, although I didn't love the stoppage. Uh, yeah, it didn't look the greatest, but the, the way he went down, I could see why the referee stopped it the way that he did. Got 10 more minutes in the booth with you guys here. Appreciate everybody that's been jumping in. Love every single one of you guys. You guys make these streams so goddamn enjoyable and make it so worth it for me to take my time. One hour out of my Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays to sit here and talk to you guys in the live chat. Appreciate every single one of you. Least you guys can do, hit that like and hit that like, hit that subscribe. That's it. Two clicks, click, click. If you guys are typing, y'all can click, click as well. There you go. Xerxes in the chat. And saying, really liking Dustin as a bet against Chandler. I'm right there with you, my friend. I'm looking forward to seeing what the odds are there. Xerxes saying, has any of your guys' bookie dropped the odds? All the odds are out, my friend. Ron Sizzle402 saying, I got Jan winning. A lot of people are sleeping on her. I'll likely be right there with you, my friend. Akin saying, what's up, Locke? Olympic by sub, Lock of the week. Your thoughts? I don't know if it's the lock, but uh, I could see it happening, man. Um. But uh, I likely won't be having much money on that fight. 
That is a shit show of a fight. Shit show, but I'll probably lean with Olenek there. Marcus Webb saying, my best bet for 280 is Sean Brady. I love that I got him at minus 130. Good shit, my friend. I lean Sean Brady there as well, but I got to run the tape first before I jump in on that. Xerxes, we appreciate you as well, my friend. Aiden saying, Dustin opener is minus 170. I think that's really solid price. I like it. I like it. I like it. Daniel saying, I agree, Marcus. Need that Johnny Walker luck. Johnny Walker coming through for my boy. Jersey's saying mine it doesn't have them yet. Smack my head. Damn. What book do you use? That's the big question. Eight minutes. I'm going to be uh, heading to the kitchen, make myself some food, watch the next episode of that Dahmer show, and then get back into some tape index updates because, again, I completely forgot that there's a goddamn Bellator this Friday as well. I hate not having... Um, Bellator's up for you guys. Yeah, shit. I have, uh, yeah, I have a tape index list here that I didn't look at recently, but uh, the ones I have remaining, October 1st, Bellator 286, and then I got to put 280, Fight Night on the 29th, Bellator. Bellator and UFC head-to-head once again on October 29th, so plenty to digest for you guys. Boob saying, you lo- you know the UFC would love Dern as a champion. It's just unfortunate that she'll never be able to get there with the skill set that she has. Daniel saying, Bilal doesn't belong in the top five, in my opinion, tied to Ivasa of the welterweight division. I disagree. I, signific- I significantly disagree. Um, Bilal has a good skill set. People, people's disgust for him for some reason, they just, they just hate him. But I don't mind his skill set. What he showcased against Vicente Luque... What he showcased against all of his other opponents, takedown, similar style to a Colby Covington and Kumar Usman, right? Constant pressure, constant takedowns, constant pace. Tough to deal with. Which is why I'm not running to the window right now to bet Sean Brady until I do my research. Joshua Lazar in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. I've been saying I cashed out my Randy Brown bet. Chickened out. Interesting. You must have gotten a decent uh, cash out there because his line has only been climbing. Xerxes saying, uh, a French bookie since there's no MMA betting allowed over here. Ouch. That sucks. Sorry, brother. And saying, wonder what Jan by KO is feel like that could be very live this weekend. Hey, I had, I think it was plus 600, plus 700 on her to finish Karolina Kovakovic. And that almost happened. Referee should have stopped that fight. Let's be honest. If you guys remember, that was the fight that Carolina broke her like tear duct or something in her eye, and she kept pawing at her eye the whole fight. Um, but yeah, I'll be looking at Yan TKO as well. Aiken saying Bellator is the most unpredictable organization as well. Uh, minus 1,000 fighters lose regu- regularly lose. Yeah, you just got to pick your spots. It's tough. Daniel saying Dern will be the next Brazilian champ. Trust. Ooh, big words there. Boob saying uh, Bilal is underrated. To be honest, I agree with you. Mark is saying, I don't see Bilal beating Sean. I'm extremely confident Brady winning. Good luck, my friend. Labyrinth saying, tied to Ivasa doesn't wrestle. So weird comment. I agree. Aiden saying, yeah, I'm done with chalk parlays on Bellator. They literally never work out. Luckily, I got that slimy Pedro by decision. Good shit for you there, my friend. Daniel saying, Bilal takedowns are shit. They are slow in Telegraph. Anyone can take down an old... An old Wonder Boy and uh, 
and elder wonder elder <laughs> luke true let's see how he does against higher level of competition but i like the way he's been doing it thomas saying bilal is made for the apex john stout saying bilal's fights are made for radio <laughs> you guys are so harsh on him holy fuck oh man he's all right he's all right um but yeah big test ahead of him here against sean brady sean brady big big uh you know solid grappler high level jujitsu strong grappler let's see i can say jotko only wins by decision i see it this weekend again i'm right there with you my friend i'm right there with you i've never been big on brendan allen i don't understand why people are but he is wooded he is how about alexa grasso and viviani ruja getting five rounds that should be crazy. It seems like the odds for the October 15th card just dropped. Oh, wow. Sorry. They've been out for a while now. They've been out since Wednesday of last week. Quick thoughts on them since, oh, wow. UFC 281 odds are out as well. I've been slacking. All right. Quick thoughts here for you guys. Neil Magny, minus 130, opened up minus 150 against Daniel Rodriguez. Hopefully he turns to an underdog because I'll likely take a shot on him there. Dusko to Dorovich, minus 185 over uh, Jordan Wright. I think we kind of know what's going on there. But hey, Jordan Wright could find that chin as well. Uh, Maximov, minus 160 against Malkoon. I'll have to look at Malkoon as a plus 140 dog, but it seems like action already coming in on him. Um, Victor Henry, minus 300 against Hafiel Asunsa. Wow. Plus 255 for a half yellow sensor against Victor Henry. Hilarious because Victor Henry was the massive underdog against uh, Howney Barcelos last time around. Might have to take a little bit of a sprinkle on the sun cell, but he is getting up there in age. Uh, Bogdazarian against Joe Anderson Brito is a fun fucking fight. Minus 175 on Bogdazarian. Crazy line, but I think that should be closer. Brito fights almost similarly to Bogdazarian as well, so... Interesting there. Pete Rodriguez, minus 600 against Mike Jackson. I'll be looking for the under one and a half there. Mana Martinez, minus 160 against Brandon Davis. I think that line is off. Brandon Royval, always live, plus 165 against Askar Askarov. Uh, Jonathan Martinez, minus 175 against Jonathan, uh, against Cub Swanson. He opened up minus 200. Uh, money came in on Cub, but now uh, Jonathan's sitting at minus 175. Misha Serkinov, plus 185 against uh, Alonzo Menafield. Always tough to touch, trust Misha with that uh, tough um, or with that super fragile durability that he has. Again, Sam Hughes, plus 170, will likely have some action on that. And uh, CJ Vergara, plus 220 against Tatsura Tyra, could be a sneaky underdog pick. Let's quickly look over UFC 280 as well. Um, Mokai of minus 700 against Gordon. Um, oh, Almeida fight not on there anymore. Uh, Petrosian minus 255 against AJ Dobson. Could be a sneaky spot on Dobson there, honestly. You know, Petrosian, very solid striker, but Dobson could get him to the ground and grind him out there. Gotta, gotta look back at that. I don't remember Dobson's style, but I swear he has some wrestling in his back pocket. Uh, what else here? Carol Hossa minus 240 against Lena Landsberg. Don't mind that. Bohalio minus 270 against Muradov. I think that line is way off. I know Muradov is not as good as we thought he was, but like, I don't think Bohalio is that good. 
Wow, Gamrot minus 190 against Benio Dariush. Dariush could be a live dog there. Um, Manofiro minus 200 against Chukagian. Might take a sprinkle on Chukagian there. And I also love that minus 155 on Marina Rodriguez. Uh, damn, you guys killed the live chat while I was looking over those. I'll quickly look at these uh, comments and then I'm going to get out of here. Hidden saying people hate on Bilal for no reason. I mean, Brady got pieced up by Kies in the third round. Again, I don't remember that fight, so i got to watch it back. Why housing Bilal is nice now, but it shows cringe. Crazy is still going on. Xerxes, appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Uh, Tom is saying, uh, I will say Bilal seems like a cold coach. That I will give him. Interesting. Uh, Daniel saying, finish only on D-Rod, but I think Neil wins. I like it. John Stout saying, Henry inside the distance. That's a sprinkle. Interesting. Has the Sunsell's durability really fallen off that much? Labyrinth saying, Maximov versus Malkoon. Should be an even fight, right? So Malkoon has a dog. Not bad. Uh, Daniel saying Tetsuro is a lock. Aiden saying Brito by KO. Not sold on Nelsic. Likewise. Daniel saying I was surprised Brito was a dog. I agree. Daniel saying finish only on Roy Vow. I like that as well. Aiden saying, boys, you better bet that under on the Dusko versus right fight. You know what it is. Labyrinth saying Cub is live. He is, man. He is. I love Martinez as much as the next guy, but Cub could be live there. Thomas saying, when is Roy Vile fight? He's exciting. It's just that damn shoulder. He's fighting October 15th. Danny saying, Dobson beats uh, Petrosian. Possible. Labyrinth saying, Mukaev will probably go off close to a minus 900. That is true. Aiden saying, yeah, Dobson trains with Mark Coleman. Thomas Kane saying, I meant good coach for Bilal. Sorry about that. Yes, good coach, not cold coach. <laughs> All right. That wraps up the show. Appreciate every single one of you guys coming in here. As always, I will be back tomorrow um, for another episode of the MMA Lock Talk, 4 p.m. Eastern. And it will be either be tomorrow night or Wednesday that will also do the MMA Lockcast for this weekend's card as well. So make sure you guys tune in for that. All right. Hit that like and subscribe on the way out. Appreciate every single one of you as always. Catch you guys tomorrow uh, before the Contender Series fight so we can talk some shit there as well. If you want the Contender Series breakdowns, already did it on my channel earlier today, so make sure you guys go check that out. And hit that like and subscribe on everything if you haven't already. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Peace.